2: Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Selena Hill, the Associate Digital Editor here at Flat Enterprise. And today we have with us sports and entertainment journalist, Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. He's best known as Scoop. That's what I call him, <laughs> FYI, guys. Um, he currently works as the Managing Editor and columnist at Respect Magazine. He's also worked for places like The Source and Envy, The DJ.com. His writing has been featured in Complex Vibe Ebony AM New York. He's appeared on CBS This Morning, Pix 11 and Arise TV discussing topical issues in sports. And fun fact, he actually launched his career in Professional sports journalism, and he was just 12 years old. and We're gonna talk about that because you were featured on NBA Inside Stuff
1: with a Marvel shot,
2: right? I'm just like, I remember that too. So, welcome, Stu. To- Thank you for having
1: me, Selena. We finally got it on and got it. You've
2: been running, I've been running. But I glad know, to be here. definitely. You just got back from NBA All Star weekend, too. I
1: did, I stayed a little longer. You, we, <laughs> let's, just, let's just start it off
2: right there because. Experience must have been epic. Like, tell me what exactly were you covering? What did you see? Highlights? Well,
1: uh, NBA All Star Weekend was in New Orleans, Louisiana. was there three years ago. It's kind of nostalgic for me because I actually my first All Star Weekend uh, was in New Orleans in 2014. And uh, so basically, um, I got this Saturday night. Uh, I covered a lot of the, the the lifestyle scene, so it was at Mitchell and Ness's um, party. Uh, Mitchell & Messick, the, the throwback jersey company, nostalgia company, was there. Uh, DJ Clark Kent, J, Jay-Z's DJ, was there. Um, he produced Reasonable Doubt. Then uh, Mike Phillips, he's the jazz musician on, on Hidden Beach Records out in Philly. He was there. Um, Manny Fresh, Cash Money uh, DJ, he was there. Um, so it really was just uh, there getting sound bites and getting things done. And you know, then there was the big game Sunday. You saw almost a 200-point scored game with uh, Anthony Davis, who, who scored 52 points, a hometown guy playing for the New Orleans Pelicans. And shortly after the game, uh, there was a trade. The Pelicans actually executed the trade, getting DeMarcus Cousins from the Sacramento Kings. Uh, and he's now a member of the New Orleans Pelicans. So there's a lot of pandemonium going on. You saw, you know, Russell Westbrook throw an alley-oop pass to Kevin Durant, and everybody's talking about it, you know, and their melodrama post, you know, Kevin Durant going to uh, the Golden State Warriors. So, I mean, a lot of stuff going on. I mean, what was your
2: favorite moment?
1: Uh... So, Glenn Robinson III, he won the Slam Dunk Contest on Saturday. Uh, what was cool was in 2014, I covered my first All-Star game. Um, Glenn Robinson III was somebody that I was covering when he was drafted in 2014. Um, his dad is actually Glenn Robinson who played for the Milwaukee Bucks, um, and he won. I was I actually got to New Orleans uh, Saturday night, and I was watching the, I was watching the end of it on TV at New Orleans Airport, and I saw him win, and I picked up my phone, and I texted him, and I said, congratulations. So, wow. you know, it was cool to see somebody that you grew with, or that you, you started off, a guy out of Michigan, you saw him win it. Um, wow. Slam Dunk Contest wasn't the best, per se. <laughs> I mean, you had your highlight moments where you saw DJ Khaled uh, tossing up a pass to the, the Los Angeles Clippers, DeAndre Jordan, and he was mm-hmm. Snapchatting it at the same time, and crazy. you saw drones in uh, the Slam Dunk Contest. It was kind of... Uh, Kinda different,
2: interesting. Kinda
1: different, different. But I mean, technology. You got
2: Snapchat and, and, and drones. Wow. That's huge. <laughs> <laughs> I like that little Trump ending right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so speaking of you know how you launched your career. Yes. I started off saying that you know when you were just twelve years old you were also featured on uh, NBA Inside Stuff and Fox Sports. Let's talk about how a twelve-year-old Brandon Scooby Robinson is able to elevate your career to that level? Like, how did that
1: happen? First and foremost, God's favor. You know, I had a praying mom um, who had this kid who would not shut the hell up. And, (laughs) you know, in a situation where she's like, where do you challenge this? Where do you channel this energy? As a kid, I used to watch Ed Bradley on 60 Minutes. Um,
2: As a child, like, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, I'm Mike Wallace. I'm Ed Bradley. These stories and more on 60 Minutes. (laughs) So, like, as a kid, I used to come home from church with my mom. I would have the newspaper in hand. She would cook dinner. I would read the newspaper. And after we after I, my mom and I would eat dinner, um, I would go in her room. And I'd watch uh, here in the New York metro area channel, too. Watch CBS and watch the lady at Bradley who was also a Pro, child prodigy himself. Um, and I tell people this all the time. His, his question of why. You know, he had that deep voice. Why? So, for me, like, I always... um. Like asking questions, I, I always enjoyed just the process of, uh, the, or the pressure of deadline. And what, what ended up happening was uh, my mom's friend, her name was Alicia Robinson, um, she had told my mom about this audition at Chelsea Pier, Manhattan, and they were looking for kids to be uh, personalities uh, for a uh, local access station called 1660 AM Oswald Radio. They taped out in uh, Jersey City at the Liberty Science Center. And what happened was they were looking for about eight kids to be personalities, and so there were hundreds of kids that were there. I auditioned. I nabbed the first, the first, um, the first call. Second call was uh, at Dangerfield's Comedy Club in Manhattan, and I knocked it out the park. So what happened was they had me and a few other kids um, be, be personalities. So we were doing like commercials for like Crash Dummies. You know the Crash Dummies? Yes. So I do. We.
2: You weren't the Crash Dummy.
1: <laughs> no. Hell so, yeah. what happened was we ended up doing, a, we did like a, a crash dummy commercial, then around that same time, the Nets, they were going through a rebranding period, where this is when they were still in New the Jersey, they had the logo, they had the first draft pick in 97, Keith and Horn, um, you know, they had John Calipari, who's now the University of Kentucky head coach, and they were really just trying to revamp their whole their whole look, so they had a kid's radio show, um, and they were looking for a kid who, you know, knew about basketball, who was personable etc etc you know so so you
2: already studying the craft at this age too so it's like a perfect
1: studying the craft but also being in the right situation as a kid this is black enterprise so you know my my family they were our entrepreneurs they own they were only black owned athletes foot um in new york state they owned an athlete's foot sneaker store on 25th street linux app on that and also an, another store shoe store called men's walkers and what happened was. Growing up, I used to see athletes coming in and out of the sneaker store all the time. So like, I used to see Dominique Wilkins as a kid, Mike Tyson, Hakeem Olajuwon, just that practice of being around athletes and stuff. And I just was obsessed with basketball. Um, my stepfather, he's from Chicago, and I fell in love with basketball in 91. The Bulls won their first championship in 91. So I see this guy named Michael Jordan, and I'm like, yo, he's dope. And so it was a situation where all those things combined, Ed Bradley, journalism, Michael Jordan, basketball. then... I played a little basketball when I was younger. My uncle was a commissioner of parks in New York City for uh, citywide basketball in Riverbank State Park, and he also played at Riverside Church. So just the interest in basketball was, was always there. Plus, I'm tall, and I look, I'm look i black, and I look like them. So it, it's, a, it's an it's <laughs> That a, helps. A little bit. Stevie wanted to see that. But, you know, at the end of the day, it, it was it was It was favorite. It was right place, right time. And, you nah, the rest is history.
2: Wow. And that's quite a history, but it seems like all those pieces were definitely – into place and you know, thanks be to God, you sure. it elevated your career. Okay, so now I want to talk about, you know, fast forward to now. Okay. I understand that you also used to co host a weekly sports and journalist, I mean entertainment uh sports show at CBS mm-hmm. Radio. And you had guests on there, like DJ Khaled, Mark Cuban, Dr. Ben Carson, right? So this was a podcast. Mm-hmm. And nowadays you see everybody either has a podcast or they're trying to start a podcast and this podcast that you were doing for some time um, before you launched your own seemed to be doing really really well you had all these high profile celebrities so i want to ask you how did you you know what advice would you give to others looking to start a podcast and how in the world Did you start booking people like DJ Khaled? Major (laughs) key!
1: So, to answer your first question, Brown and Scoop, co-hosted with uh, Jake Brown. um, And and I was also a contributor at CBS Local Sports and CBS Sports Radio. Um, Basically, we had an idea where we did. He had a show previously called Brown and Troop. Troop rhymes with Scoop. And Ben Troop, a former NFL tight end. Um. He and, and Jake had a show, and, you know, it, it did all right. But he wanted Jake wanted to go to the next level, so uh, he and I went to Hofstra. Uh, next level, a matter of, of, of basically during my time at The Source magazine um, and during my time, I was a contributor to uh, MaxPreps.com. MaxPreps.com, while I was there, I, I developed relationships with the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's Kyrie Irving, uh, Jabril Peppers, who uh, was a standout at the University of Michigan, he will be in the NFL draft this point. Basically, what I did between those two those two entities, between Max Preps and The Source Magazine, was basically take my writing to audio and video. So a lot of those relationships I had, they were pre-existing, even back to when I was a kid. So the, the, the key is, the major key, uh, <laughs> as you secure your bag, is that you develop those relationships. You, you, you make yourself memorable. I think a lot of times people just want to be on the scene with a camera, a video. Uh, camera and a microphone but what makes you memorable what makes you stand out and i think you know again the god's favorite part is so important but i think to do, actually doing the work definitely I, to be honest with you i think at this point with podcasts in my opinion i yes. think it, they're very oversaturated
2: so so you know just really quickly before we move on would you even advise people to start a podcast yes. So you say start it, but how do you make it different if it's oversaturated?
1: Um, I think you make it different because you get the blogs to talk about you. So I think that if you're a journalist and you're you're coming in, the biggest biggest portion of it to get listens is make sure that you're getting your content aggregated from – magazine so you know you find a selena hill and other people who are writers and you and that helps both the, the site that, that's that it's housing in it as well as the clicks for your personal block your, your podcast
2: and you did that well because your podcast was featured on places like tmz and other major outlets so I, I guess basically by it being featured in all of these other mainstream media outlets helped you to get to get guests and continue to yeah up, right?
1: it's, it's, it's relationship like relationships and, and yeah. silly stuff like uh, a guy named Rashawn McCloud saying that when Michael Jordan scored 48 points on him, he was singing Anita Baker's Giving You the Best That I Got. <laughs> so stuff like that. Or my guy Samaki Walker who told me that you know Michael Jordan, oh excuse me, right. that Kobe Bryant punched him in the face over $100.
2: Like stuff like that that goes viral. I mean, you make this sound so easy. It's not that easy it's not to easy. get celebrities to say something that will go viral. I don't know how you're doing it, but you're doing it. Um, I'm
1: sure. I, I promise I didn't send a bottle to the
2: house for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so another thing that you're doing really well is branding yourself, and I wanna, I wanna ask you. Why is it so important for sports and entertainment journalists like yourself to be to have a strong social media presence? And FYI, before we even started, Scoop was over here putting pictures on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Like I just did like a Snapchat and an InstaSnap. He did all five of those, and I'm just like, it's all about branding.
1: You can't say branding without brand. <laughs> um my 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 uh, social media brand manager Eric Savory says that a lot as well as like, my guy that handles my video content. Off. Emmanuel grant basically what it is is um these days that's the standard you know you, you have to have some sort of video you have to have some type of photo to supplement what you're doing you know in, in today's society I, in my opinion and which i do think is back in this instance i do think that uh, people want to see the behind the scenes look of what you're doing i don't care if you're barbara walters aj callaway or god himself People want to know what you're doing behind the scenes. So,
2: So, if Jesus comes back today, we're going to need him to snap it up while he's like descending from listen, heaven. Listen. Did you ever Is see, that what that did, means? Did you ever see the meme
1: where it had him in the mirror with a phone and a Christmas he says birthday selfie?
0: Stop.
2: <coughs> you have to
1: send me that. You I will. Have to send me no, that. but I mean, I think in today's society, people want to see the behind the scenes look. You know, people want to see that you are who you say you are. You know, that's what a, a a blue check on on social media says you are who you say you are, and I think that the content that you post supplements that. So to give you an example, every Saturday on my Instagram channel, you can follow me at scoop underscore b. I have something called Scoops Top Plays. I'm sitting in my bedroom and I'm doing a video of you know the best that happened during the week, and then I have the B roll to supplement that. And you, and it, what happens is it got so popular that a blog called Sixteen Wins the Ring actually they aggregate that on their site wow. every Monday. So it's like the, your brand, you know, you may work for a corporation or publication, but these jobs aren't as loyal as they used to be. You're not at a place these for... These jobs ain't
2: loyal. No, no, tell no, it. no, no,
1: But I think at the end of the day, you know, you, you got to have something that makes you stand out. Like my bow tie, that's my signature, the bow tie. Um, uh, maybe a catchphrase that somebody says, rest in peace to Stuart Scott. He was a guy that, you know, said things like, booyah. And, you know, Stephen A. Smith, disrespectful. <laughs> You know, so I think there are certain things that carry over into the digital space, and that's where you use your following to, to do that.
2: Scoop B Robinson, thank you again for stopping by Black Enterprise. Just let everybody know how they can follow you
1: again. Make sure you check out my website, scoopy.com. You also check out my, my weekly podcast, Scoopy Radio. You can visit scoopyradio.com. You can also subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, the Tunein' app, Stitcher app, and follow me on Instagram, Scoop underscore B, Twitter, Scoop B, and Facebook.com slash scoopy. She's the best. Keep watching
0: out for it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.